She said she's put three words. Oh, that's right. That's correct. Ladies and gentlemen, um, good evening. I'd like to call this uh, 14th meeting of the uh, Charter Review Committee to order. Shirley, would you make the usual announcements, please? Sure. If you have a cell phone, if you could please turn it to the silent position. Agendas and speaker slips are located in the back of the room. If you want a complete one, if you wish to speak, and turn it into Dawn at the front. Assisted listening devices are available should anyone need them. And this meeting is being video streamed and can be accessed from the city's website on our city's homepage. Okay, Shirley, I think we're ready for a roll call. Okay, Joanne Fuller. Yes. Cecily Hastings. Here. Grantland Johnson. Alan LaFasso. Here. Robert Murphy. Here. Chester Newland. Here. Chris Tapio. Here. John Taylor. Here. Tina Thomas. Here. Jay Wisham. Here. And Chair Edgar. Here. We have a quorum. Thank you. Uh, Patty, Mark, Matt, staff, comment, please. Just want to briefly review some materials that have been distributed this evening. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll keep track of all of this. Um, begin with a minority report from Chris Tapio. It covers five topic areas. And it's one document but notes each of those topic areas. There's a letter from Ann Rudin. A minority report from Cecily Hastings. 
There is a draft cover letter and draft executive summary that was provided by Alan LaFasso. And staff has also distributed some scribed materials from your meeting, uh, your town hall meeting on October 15th. Okay. Thank you. Any discussion on that? Okay, the next item is the committee member report out. Um, are there any uh, members that want to report any speaking engagements or meetings that they've had? I spoke to the uh, Midtown Rotary Club uh, last week, and I'm, I'm going to speak to Associate Sacramento Association of Realtors on November 7th. Okay. Anybody else? Okay, the, um, oh, pardon me. There we go, there we go. Um, and then Cecily and I are going to talk to the um, chamber, has asked us to come speak to them about uh, what we've been up to. Metro. The Metro Chamber, yes. That's great. Mr. Tapio. Mr. Chair, is there an update on scheduling the interview with the B editorial board? Yes, I was just going to say um, that we have that scheduled for tomorrow at 1 o'clock. And, John, are you going to be able to make that? Okay. So the five of us, um, as I announced last time, myself, John Taylor, Dr. Newland, Alan LaFasso, and Cecily Hastings will be attending that. Anything else? We're working on scheduling the um, news and review and the business journal, as you requested also. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, members, I think we're on item number one, approval of the minutes. You're in receipt of the minutes from last time. Are there any additions or revisions? If not, I'd like to have a motion and a second to approve the minutes, please. I, I have a, a revision. Okay. I presented it. Um, at the government class at CSUS. Oh, for the committee member? Yeah. For the committee member report out? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Can you say that one more time? It, it, instead of attended, I, I attended, presented. but I presented, yeah. Thank you. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's, that's good. Thanks. Anybody else? Oh, Mr. LaFasso. Uh, just, just on the next item, uh, just uh, on the names mentioned in the minutes, it's, I think it's John Taylor. Uh, Alan LaFasso, not Al LaFasso, and Cecily Hastings, not Cecil Hastings. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Ellen. Okay. Anything you. else? Could I have a motion and a second, please? Second. Mo moved and second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Oh, any no's? Okay, minutes are approved. Um, Mark, is there any correspondence that you haven't? reported out yet? No. No. Okay. Okay, we're on item number three, uh, updated uh, work plan timeline. Uh, Patty? Yes, this is just reflects your uh, action at the last meeting to move the topic of ethics commission to be included in the second supplemental report. And where you'll see that topic first reflected now is on Monday, November 23rd. We were thinking that if that's a shorter meeting that you're approving the final report on the full-time mayor, full-time council, that we may be able to introduce the topic at that point. 
um, and then have further discussions on December 3rd. The other point I'd like to make on this uh, time frame has to do with your final report comments so we can have your a final report available for you for next Monday for approval is uh, following this evening, if there's any follow-up items, we would need them by no later than close of business on Wednesday so that we can finalize the agenda and get that material out and posted um, on, on um, the Internet and make it available to everyone. Okay. If we could put a leash around Cecily and Alan, I think we'd be in good shape in that. Okay. Thank you. In any event, um, let's see. Uh, anything more on that item? No. Okay. Item number four is the town hall meetings. Patty, you want to give us a... Uh, in your packet, you had the uh, scribed comments from Wednesday, October 14th, and then we handed out the scribed comments from the last meeting, which was last Thursday. Uh, approximately 250 plus or minus people attended the various meetings. I think they were very well received. Um, I want to thank Shirley and her staff, Dawn, who uh, attended the majority of them and audio taped them. Those are posted on the Internet as well as these comments for those who were unable to attend the meetings. And also thank Neighborhood Services because they handled all the logistics and the noticing. And um, I think they were a success. Thank you, Patty. I'd, I'd like to also express my appreciation to the staff uh, for the support uh, and, and to Shirley for her innovation um, with those recording of the meetings. Um, I think there were eight altogether, nine, nine altogether. I was able to attend uh, only three. Lot other members were able to attend a lot more, and I, I like to get a sense of the committee at this point or individual members of um, what we learned did you change your mind as a result of any of the input and I'd just like to get a sense of uh, the members just go around the dais and, and see if there's any thoughts you could share with the entire committee. Joanne, please. So I, uh, I don't change my mind. <laughs> but I did uh, really, uh, I was really impressed by the people who came, by their knowledge, by their spirit of really wanting the best for Sacramento. Um, I, I found people to be engaged and interested and well-informed. How many did I, you attend? I think I, I attended them all. I Every think one. So. I think yeah. so, yeah. Okay, so I think uh, and that report presented at a few. Um, the, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Cecily. Um, I agree with Joanne um, on the quality of the people that came. And, you know, there's, a, there's sort of a rule of thumb, I guess, that if you say a, a one letter to the editor to a publication or one letter to a congressman or something represents the views of a thousand people that don't take the time to, to get involved. And so I'd like to, uh, I guess my hope would be that of the 250 people who did spend a couple hours um, listening to this, that that behind them are <laughs> thousands of people who, who maybe feel the same that they do and just didn't take the time to come and get involved. Um, I'm following up the um, town halls 
with some coverage in our newspapers coming up in November. This is summary of one of the town hall meetings and what we covered in addition to um, uh, printing the charts of the mayoral authority chart and the um, um, chart comparing the three proposals, the current with the two proposals, and also a summary page of comments from people that attended the town halls from all the different neighborhoods that we attended. And so to help share that with the thousands of people who didn't come to the meetings to help bring them up to speed on, on where we were and where we're going. Thank you. Did you change your mind on any of the issues as you went through those meetings? Well, as a matter of fact, I did. I don't, I don't want to get into the details of it, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was considering, um, I was on the fence and uh, on the issue of the uh, allowing the mayor the latitude to appoint the department heads. And um, e even though that was a minority position, when during the, the presentation, um, I brought up that I was in the minority on that, and I thought it was important during the uh, presentations to bring up when there was minority opinion that differed from the majority. And so I would simply say that was my own opinion, and it really was met with a lot of hostility. And I found myself having a much harder time it, well, if I would have been on the fence about it, it moved me off the fence. So in that regard, it, uh, it did change my mind. And that was on the appointment of the directors? The, no, well, it, the way we presented it really lumped, separated the city manager from the department heads and the 800-plus other employees. We presented it as that. But uh, in specific terms, I brought up that there was a minority opinion that was considering supporting treating the department heads the same way that we were treating the city manager. Mm -hmm. But it, the, the, um, the rebuffing was pretty swift on that, actually. People didn't like that idea at all, mm -hmm. yeah. across the board. So thank you. And how many did you attend? Um, I attended and spoke at six. Six. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ella. Um, as I said last time, I thought one of our uh, initial ideas that it was good to start with the Certified Strong Mayor Initiative as a reference point, I think, was a successful decision on our part. That's one comment. Two, um, I definitely want to associate myself with Ms. Fuller's remark about some of the insightful comments people made. Often a person who didn't view himself or herself as terribly sophisticated would ask a question, phrase sort of like, well, I don't know if I'm on to something, but and then offer a thought that in many respects I thought was a very insightful, hitting the nail on the head kind of thought about city governance. Um, as far as what the input did for me in terms of my views on the recommendations, I will say I enjoyed having a very respectful and spirited debate with Dr. Newland regarding our city manager recommendation. And I did consider myself challenged um, quite a bit by it, and I thought a lot about it. Um, ultimately, I think I came around uh, comfortable with where some of the concerns that people had, I think, were not what I believe it ultimately will result in, um, but it did strike me as uh, how much 
how engaged the populace will get about some of our recommendations when we start to get into them. And frankly, that I think there was some healthy skepticism amongst members of the public as to what's the problem and what problems are we trying to solve and really wanting to get to the bottom of that. Okay. Jay, did you attend any of the meetings? Yeah, I was able to attend two of them. And um, I, I totally agree with what people have said so far. People have been uh, um, insightful with their questions, and uh, it, it's really been nice to uh, engage the public. And I don't know if my mind has changed on any of the topics. Um, I think it has reinforced more so my positions. So. Okay, thanks, Jay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tina? Um, let's see, I was only able to attend one before oh, I left. Okay. But um, I did attend one. Um, like everyone else, I was very happy with the amount of sophistication that people really addressed the issues um, with. So I thought that that was uh, great. I mean, I think it was an excellent way for, for me to learn about what people were thinking about the strong mayor and our proposals and that kind of thing. So um, in terms of changing my mind, I think the one thing that I would, uh, am still on the fence about is the issue of the three charter, member, uh, charter officers and whether or not those should be appointed by the mayor. So that's the one thing I'm still on the fence about. But uh, otherwise, I have not changed my mind. Mm -hmm. Thanks. John? I attended two. Um, I think what I saw helped to refocus me a little bit. Um, I'm the only one here who has not voted yet, so um, I can't say if it changed anything because I didn't have anything on a record to change. But I, I thought it was useful. I thought it was interesting, and it did help to, to focus in on things. But I don't think ultimately it would change a whole bunch in terms of what I had thought ought to happen uh, before I attended those meetings. Thanks, John. Chris? Um, I, I attended two meetings uh, close to my home, and uh, um, I, I thought that we, we got some very insightful questions. Um, obviously, um, some people had been paying attention and, and were aware of some of the intricacies of, of our discussions, which was good. I had initially hoped for a larger turnout um, at the town halls that I had attended. Um, you know, would have liked to see more, but um, you know, we had a good a good discussion, and I thought. The community outreach was one of the most important roles that um, our committee needed to play. I thought we really did need um, to kind of elevate the profile of this um, this debate that we're having within our city, and um, I think we we um, we succeeded in doing that. Great, thanks, Chris. Uh, Dr. Newland, I was unable to attend the first two sessions because it was in Los Angeles, but I was able to attend all of the others. I was quite impressed by the neighborhood facilities where we met, but also thank the schools and the Elks Club. Uh, we do have impressive neighborhood communities, uh, centers, and so on. And since those reflect where I've always been, that is, that Sacramento is the city we ought to be studying, not other cities. Sacramento is a city that's a community of neighborhoods, and our meetings pretty well reflected that. Most of the people who showed up were from the neighborhoods representing the communities and their diversity. We commonly had about three people who went to virtually all the meetings, not just to their own neighborhood. 
But I think that's the most important part of it that we should pay attention to. Sure, we can look at Fresno, and we can look at Oakland, and we can look at all these other cities that I've studied all my life. But we need to look at Sacramento, and that's what these meetings did. Okay. Um, did you change your mind after debating Alan at all these meetings? No. Um, <laughs> I still am about where I was. I was... I wasn't at all surprised that Joanne, Sicily, and Alan did splendid jobs in facilitating the discussions. So I didn't comment on that because I wasn't surprised by it. It was quite superb. But I really was impressed at the uh, not only our community facilities that are owned and operated by the city, but that the schools and others would open it up and a pretty good turnout of neighborhood people. Mm -hmm. Bob? Well, I may have been the only one who was not able to attend any except one at which I was asked to leave. <laughs> no, on a serious note, we were overcommitted. Um, I do want to be a little more serious, though, and thank everybody that took the time and for the feedback information. Um, I, I was, I'm really not prepared to comment whether it changed my mind or anything, but it was very helpful to get that feedback, and I appreciate the time that went into it. Good. Thanks. I, I think that will be helpful as we uh, go into the other meetings we have. Uh, Patty, is there anything more you need to add to this item? No. Okay. Thank you. Oh, Cecily? Uh, I got two more comments. Um, one that, that I had never considered before, and actually a, a, a close personal friend of mine um, brought it up at one of the meetings, and that's that there may, he referenced the 2002 um, charter change to expand the um, mayor's job to full-time and that that uh, may have contributed to an expectation um, in the voters' minds that the mayor's job had been expanded. And so therefore, with the job being expanded, the authority expanded. And I had never connected those two together. And then I saw in Chris's minority report that he had picked up on that. <laughs> so Chris wasn't at that meeting, so it was, it was interesting that um, uh, two different people had came to that same conclusion. So I think that's a, that is a perception that I think the council will need to consider. Um, the other thing is that of the six meetings that I was at, only two people at one meeting actually spoke out on behalf of the Strong Mayor Initiative in favor of it about halfway through the meeting and then they left. Because I've been working on trying to get a balanced view of different opinions uh, for coverage in my newspaper and I wasn't actually able to find it um, within the, all the people that attended the meetings. I couldn't really find anyone that came in support of that. So I was a little surprised by that. I, I thought maybe there might be people there that, you know, to forward that cause. I was surprised at the, the lack of that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we're, we'll move to item five, and um, here's what I'd like to do. Before we get actually into item six, where we're talking about drafting the report, what I'd like to do is to go over the six or seven decisions that we have to make to make sure that we have the votes uh, to move these forward. And uh, so what I'm suggesting is that we use <clears throat> Cecily's 
summary chart on the proposal that she's submitted, and I can pass those out if, if you need extra copies of those. And what she did was just take a, uh, these items. Uh, I think the report in, in John's, uh, John, in your language, you actually had the veto power with the mayor. <clears throat> but, you know, if we can just, um, if I can get a sense of where the committee is on these particular items, um, then, then at least uh, we'll know that we have uh, enough sufficient votes to move forward. Um, so, in any event, um, let's take up this issue of the divided government versus the uh, combined government, the parliamentary form versus the unified form of legislative and executive decisions. As you know, the current charter provides that the mayor and the city council uh, serve as both, and that um, that the mayor sits with the city council and participates in the decision-making process and leads the council toward policy. The committee's recommendation is to retain that structure and not to make a recommendation uh, for a divided government or to separate the mayor from the city council. Now, um, what I would like to do is is find out if we have seven votes on this body for the committee's current proposal, which is no change. And I need a, um, I need a motion and I need a second for the committee's recommendation, and then we'll just vote. Uh, okay, Cecily moves, Bob seconds that with regard to the mayor's role uh, as serving as a member of the city council, leading the city council, and not a divided government, call the roll. Joanne Fuller? Yes. Cecily Hastings? Yes. Grantland Johnson's absent? Alan LaFasso? Yes. Bob Murphy? Yes. Mr. Newland? Yes. Mr. Tapio? No. Mr. Taylor? Yes. Ms. Thomas? Mr. Wisham? Yes. Chair Edgar? Yes. The motion passes with one um, no and one absent. That's so can, can you give me the count on that, please? Nine votes. Yes. Nine to one. Okay. On the issue of veto power, uh, the um, committee's recommendation is consistent with the current charter, the mayor does not have a veto power. Could I have a motion and a second? Excuse me? Uh, okay. Joanne moves. Uh, Cecily seconds. Roll call, please. Fuller? Yes. Hastings? Yes. Johnson? Absent. LaFasso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? Yes. Tapio? Taylor? Yes. Thomas? Yes. 
Wisham? Yes. Chair Edgar? Yes. Motion passes again with nine votes. Okay. Now this will be an interesting one. Uh, the appointment of the city manager. The committee's recommendation is that the mayor would um, appoint the city manager. It would be confirmed by the city council. Um, could be removed by the mayor with the support of the city council. Uh, and in addition, the city manager could be removed for cause by the city council um, without the mayor participating. Uh, that's the recommendation. Um, it's different from what's in the charter now where the council appoints the city manager as he or she does with the rest of the charter officers. Could I have a motion and a second? So moved. Alan moves. Bob Murphy seconds. Call the roll, please. Fuller? Yes. Hastings? Yes. Johnson? LaFasso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? No. <laughs> Tapio? Taylor? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Wisham? Yes. Chair Edgar? Yes. We have seven votes. So that's seven. Seven, two, abstain, and an absent. Seven, two, one. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. The next one is the appointment of charter officers. Uh, these are the other charter officers than the city manager, and where the committee's recommendation is to keep that the same, and that is the city council would appoint these officials. Um, could I have a motion and a second? So moved. Move, moved by Alan, seconded by Joanne. Uh, call the roll, please. Fuller? Yes. Hastings? Yes. Johnson absent? LaFosso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? Yes. Tapio? No, not moved. Abstain? Taylor? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Wisham? Chair Edgar. Yes. Motion passes with nine votes and one abstention. Okay. okay. Appointment of department directors and exempt management employees. We are recommending that, that this be kept the same, um, that the city manager would appoint the department directors and the exempt employees, similar to what's in the charter now. May I have a recommend um, a motion and a second, please? Second. Moved by Murphy, seconded by LaFaso. Please call the roll. Fuller? Yes. Hastings? Yes. Johnson absent. LaFaso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? Yes. Tapio? No. Taylor? Yes. Thomas? No. Wisham? No. Chair Edgar? Yes. Motion passes with seven votes, three no's, one abstention. I'm sorry, one ab absent. Okay. Uh, budget powers. Uh, we're making a, a recommendation that, that language be placed in the charter that would basically conform current practice to um, 
what, what we do now and, and embody that in the charter, and that would be the mayor develops policy priorities for the budget subject to the council review. The city manager makes the budget recommendations uh, to the council and the mayor based upon that priority statement. Could I have a recommendation or a motion and a second, please? So moved. Moved by Alan, second by Tina Thomas. Please call the roll. Fuller? Yes. Hastings? Yes. Johnson is absent. LaFosso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? Yes. Tapio? No. Taylor? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Wisham? Yes. Chair Edgar? Yes. Nine votes? Yes. One no. Okay. Uh, term limits? There are no term limits now. There are no term limits in the charter. Uh, there are no term limits. No term limits recommended by the committee, and the strong mayor initiative doesn't have any term limits. So I'm not sure. Well, uh, could I have a motion to keep it the same, please? Uh, Joanne seconded by uh, Murphy. Call the roll, please. Fuller. Hastings? No. Johnson? Absent. LaFosso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? Abstain. Tapio? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Wisham? Yes. Chair Edgar? Yes. Eight yeses, one no. Okay, and uh, the final one is um, transition time. We're recommending that the recommendations be uh, concurrent with the swearing in of the mayor at the election of 2012. Could I have a motion and a second? Second. Uh, moved by Ms. Thomas, second by Mr. LaFasso. Call the roll, please. Fuller. Hastings? Yes. Johnson is absent. LaFosso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? Yes. Tapio? No. Taylor? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Wisham? Yes. Chair Edgar? Yes. Nine votes there, yes, one no. Okay. Okay, thank you, members. Uh, I think we we know now that the committee's recommendation will move forward, um, some just barely, <laughs> others uh, with an overwhelming recommendation. So that, that's helpful, and I appreciate your indulgence in that. Um, anything else on – oh, Joanne, did you have something? No, I, oh, that okay. was back when I, I thought you were going to ask people to uh, make motions uh, by requesting to speak. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, okay, I think we're completed with that item. I think we now move on to uh, actual review of the draft report. And I think the way this, <laughs> I think we ought to just go through this report and everybody have a chance to um, comment on it. We have a cover letter 
that was originally drafted um, by the ad hoc committee. It's undergone a couple of changes. You um, have been uh, provided with a kind of a final, final draft. Um, Alan, do you do you want to kind of brief the committee on the final, final version here and for us while we're reading it? <laughs> Thank you. Sure. Uh, before I do that, I did want to say I handed out some technical um, revisions to the draft itself, which are on the same TypeScript as the just a few pages. Um, I just wanted to make sure everybody knew where they came from. As it relates to the uh, to the cover letter, uh, the the subcommittee never met, so we didn't have a chance to discuss. So we had iterative drafts, and I guess I got lucky because I was the last one. Um, there were a couple things we wanted to cover. Uh, we wanted to talk about our truncated timeline, uh, what it meant for our process, and some thoughts we had about uh, what we would do if we were given more time to be more thorough. Um, and that's pretty much what it says. It elaborates a little bit on, uh, on integrating our supplemental reports uh, and a couple other things, um, but that's the sentiment um, of the letter. Um, at one draft had uh, listed each of our recommendations in the cover letter. Um, I suggested we move those to the executive summary since we had that page blank, and um, that's that. Okay, has everybody had a chance to read the letter at this point? Okay. I did not because I had a rugged day today. I didn't get it okay. until earlier. Okay, you want to take a couple of minutes and read it then? After I got here, I started looking. I might comment on one piece of it. Okay. Uh, we're do. on the second page. Uh, where it's referring to this one on appointment removal of city manager. If I were reading it, I would assume that that's the minority report since it is change recommended, comma, minority report. And I know what it means, uh, but on the other hand, I'd be afraid other people reading it would think that what's there in the italics is the minority report, whereas it's the majority report, and then you might say with a two-person minority or something like that. And of course, I'd be happy to see the minority report mentioned in three words, but. <laughs> okay, what, what's the suggestion? Well, as a minimum, I'd probably say uh, the majority recommends the following change, and then a two-person minority report or something like that. That way council members won't get mixed up. Staff have enough direction on that. So to clarify, if there is a minority report, we would indicate the number of people that is signed on to that minority report. Yeah, and I think it should be at the end of the section on the letter. Is what Dr. Newland is suggesting. Yes. 
the the majority of the committee recommended blah 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 then there is a minority report so you're talking about under the executive summary yes okay yes. so in there we would indicate how many supported the minority report it's really just more a matter of trying to make it clear. I think the way Bill stated it probably is correct. It would say uh, the following change recommended by the majority, and then you'd have all those italics. And then after stating the majority's opinion, it could simply say uh, two members minority report. Um, Okay, all right. do you get that? Okay, we've got that one. Okay. All right, now let's go back to the cover letter before we go into that. Um, we kind of took that out of order. Anything else on the cover letter itself? Okay. Word, it's in uh, paragraph one, two, three, four, five. Paragraph six, it says, it is also our belief I'd like to suggest changing that our to something reflecting um, it's our experience has led us to that, not just a belief, but it's our experience. We're asking for more time, and, and it's our, the fact that this condensed schedule has been more difficult. So I, it's not a belief. It's, it's, a, it's our experience has led us to believe that. Okay, anybody have any problem with that? Okay. Patty, did you get that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Anything else on the cover letter? Okay. If we later see something that um, we want to ask about or all that, what's the procedure? I'm not sure what you mean. So uh, I go home tonight, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I saw, I, you know, I didn't really notice this. But well, we have to make a decision tonight. Okay. We're, Thanks. We're, we're making a decision tonight. Now, the final report, and the reason we're doing that, Joanne, is so the staff knows what to put in the final report that will be in the agenda mm -hmm. for us to Thank you. look at next time. So we have to make a decision on this. Um, Mr. Chapio. Mr. Chair, um, I'm just now finishing reading the, the cover letter for the first time. I don't, I don't think it was included in our agenda packet, but um, most of it looks okay to me. But when we get towards the end, um, there are some statements about the majority recommendation that I don't support, and so it would cause me to not want to sign the cover letter. No, I, I will be signing the cover letter for the committee, okay. Chris. Okay. Yeah, and your report will will be a minority report, but you're not signed on to this letter, cover letter. That, that was one of why I wanted yeah. to find out. Okay. Thank you. Right. And Chair Edgar, there's a reference to three minority reports. They're four. Finished. We'll update They're that. four. Right. right. That's something we're going to have to talk about, Mark. For example, Chris's report, he has one report, but it's a minority report on several subjects. And we have the minority reports listed by subject. So in regard to his report, I would think you'd want him in each one of those areas with his language, I would think. That would be the intent. 
And so if that adjusts the number from four upwards, we'll count the number of minority reports and reflect that in this cover letter. Right. Most of the minority reports are on one subject. So when we talk about the subjects, whatever they are, term limits or whatever, there will be people signed on to those. Chris has is a minority report on, a, I think, six different areas. So he, in those particular areas that are defined, he would be listed in six of those areas with his language. Is that? That's my understanding. Okay. Mr. LaFaso. Uh, just a quick thing on the, I just noticed in the last paragraph on the first page, the one that starts with many residents, the word meeting should be plural. Okay. All right. Can we move on from the cover letter? <laughs> All right. Staff okay? All right. Anything on the table of contents? <laughs> okay. Um, then we need the executive summary, which is was on the back of that um, letter that um, Alan handed out today. And are, are there? We, we took care of the one that that uh, Dr. Newland suggested. Are there any others? that need to be clarified. Yes, Patty? We're just asking for clarification. The, it's references an attached summary chart, comparison chart. Is that Ms. Hastings' chart that does reference? Um, yeah. I think that's the chart that's being recommended. Alan? On the, um, where does it say that, Patty? At the first uh, sentence under the executive oh, the summary. Ex a charter comparison chart. Actually, I uh, I lifted that from somebody's text that I altered. So I'm happy if it goes, but um, if one of the other members of the subcommittee knows where it came from. I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> The chart is the one we just looked at and, and voted on. Yes. Yes. I, you know, I think it's... it's. Uh, Patty, you need to know what chart it is, right? And it goes in the and, executive summary. And the latest summary. version, because we don't have the latest, I don't believe. Okay. I will, I will send you the latest okay. version. Well, the latest version is the one I handed out tonight, the one that has the transition time We've on become it. A collective yes. Well, well to, to be honest, um, I have actually made some f a further revision to it, I, but I didn't share it. And it was that I wanted to uh, put on there that Inside Publications had prepared this, and also information was taken from sacpress.com that had a similar chart. I'd like to have that information on there because it was a product of that. And um, it is, it's also I've revised the language at the top to remove the mention of the preparation of the sacramentans for accountable government. 
It simply states that the certified initiative that will go exactly as written without any modification on the ballot in June 2010. One, and I'll, I'll be happy to provide that to you. Okay. One, one um, difference between, if you've got your decisions listed here, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't know that they directly align with the chart because the chart calls out veto, for example. Well, the veto in our actual um, item one, the veto is incorporated into that. I mean, I'd be happy to modify the chart to have it reflect yeah, exactly. I, think, I just I thought think that it, would be confusing to have a chart that has a different list oh, absolutely. than what right. you have yeah, absolutely. I think I, in, in uh, Mr. Taylor's language, he referred to seven decisions. And that and the way that works is that he had the veto with the mayor. That was all one. So I think that the chart ought to reflect that. Exactly. Yes, I'll be happy to change okay. that. Okay. I would only point out it would be much easier to change that chart than the text. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> okay, now, Cecily, on the top there, it says September 16th. Do we need yes. that? Uh, no. Okay. Well, now it's not anymore. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it reflects October 19th's right. report, right? Right. Okay. Final report. Is that got that taken care of? Because I had one other thing, which is just a formatting thing, but it's a formatting uh, that goes both here as well as later in the text. The report that we have has different verbiage than we have here because the other day when I sent that out to everybody, I said we ought to switch that because they didn't read like recommendations in the text. So this is different slightly from what's in the text of the report. So that needs to be, if everybody's accord is in agreement with that, it needs to be changed to correspond so they read the same. Okay. Got that, Mark? Can we do that, staff? Without, okay. As soon as we get Cecily's revised final, final, final chart, we will conform the language to that. All right. <laughs> All right. May I ask one other question? Of course. Up on the heading, where it, on the third line in the heading, Cicely, where it says the city council will decide in coming months to place a competing measure on the ballot. They may very well decide not to place a competing measure on the ballot. Yes, but, but Joanne has me some alternative language that I think is an improvement. The Sacramento City Council will decide in coming months whether to place a competing measure on the ballot. Yes. Thank you. Okay, that was good. Joanne? Oh, that was it. Okay. Mr. Tapio. Um, I guess I'm still thinking about the merits of including a comparison to the certified initiative in our report. Um, I can kind of understand the uh, notion of pre offering that in the uh, at our community meetings so people had an understanding of what we were talking about and kind of the the nuances, but I think when in our report to the council, I don't think it necessarily needs that. Um, but I also take some issue with the characterization of the certified initiative, um, particularly appointment of city manager. According to this chart, 
this committee is recommending the same process for appointing the city manager as a certified initiative. And that's not the case. It says mayor appoints city manager for this committee's recommendation and for the certified initiative. The report doesn't discuss anything about the strong mayor initiative, does it? In, in, in the sense of what this chart covers, given that it might be appropriate to drop that column off. I think it's useful in the public discussions, but it doesn't correspond with what's in the contents of the report. So to, I would support what Chris is saying. Well, doesn't our report become a, something of use to the public? Report any uh, executive summary should cover the contents of the report that follow. That's what an executive summary does. Well, we do reference the strong mayor initiative in the cover letter. Okay, but we certainly don't go through and discuss the six or seven items uh, that are there that I ever recall and what we put out. I think, in terms of, of just what we're putting forward, we're putting forth our recommendations. Uh, we weren't comparing our recommendations to the Strong Mayor Initiative. Although I think a chart of this sort certainly would be useful to the public, as it has been, but not in this report. Mr. LaFasso. Um, two possible solutions. Number one, uh, on a more micro level, I was just going to suggest we go back to a little bit of what we did during the meetings and distinguish between appointment and removal since in many respects, the big difference between the two is the removal as opposed to the appointment. Um, barring that solution, um, I share some of Mr. Taylor's views, although I guess what got me over the hump on this chart was the fact that it was going to be attributed to uh, inside publications, and that, that made me okay with it. And, uh, but I appreciate that it does add a a dimension that we haven't really extensively discussed in the report itself. Two solutions. Ms. Hastings. Um, regarding the um, a footnote at the bottom of this chart that might be uh, helpful and cover us, is the, uh, the, if you look at the mayoral authority chart, it says on the bottom, for illustration purposes only, example cities do not necessarily reflect each of the characteristics identified. Maybe we could make a statement at the bottom of that, that this is for illustrative purposes and that, you know, the, the specific details. It's more on the Again, my, my, my point is if it's an executive summary chart, it ought to reflect what's in the, in the report. I could see if it's going to be attributed to inside publications, put it in, a, in the back as an appendice or something of that mm -hmm. sort. Okay. I think that would be good, but not in the executive summary is okay. what I'm saying. Although I think the chart, the first two columns or something of that sort in the executive summary is very good because it helps people get very quickly to, to the differences. I'd be happy to prepare two charts. <laughs> one for the appendix and one for the summary. Mm -hmm. Cecily, on the committee's, on the appointment, mayor's appointment appoints the city manager. Mm -hmm. Should we have with the confirmation of council? Sure. There. And I, I think the, actually the initiative says the same thing. It's the removal, as Mr. LaFasso indicated, that's 
different. So is that satisfactory to the committee? In other words, we, we eliminate the third column and we put this chart as it is now in an appendix. We eliminate the third column and we have the first two in our report. I think that also um, eliminates the criticism by others of how we characterize the certified initiative, uh, which, you know, everybody has a different opinion, so there's no sense in getting into that. I think that's a good solution. Joanne? I found some essentially typos in the letter. Um, do you want me to point them out, or how do you want to handle that? If there are typos, um, provide those to the staff, please. And we haven't had an opportunity to go through, like you requested, the he, she. Um, we were working on that today. And so if you have find any typos, we'd appreciate you letting us know. And, and then we'll do a final, final next week. On the cover yeah. letter? Well, on the whole report. We'll have the whole report before, of, and obviously typos and things like that could be changed at the, the meeting. We do, however, no substantive changes. Okay. Um, anything on background? So we're through the letter, we're through the executive summary. Anything on background? I'm not sure what this is. Any changes? Okay, the, the um, charge of the mayor and the city council, there was a, um, a handout that provided uh, that's, that's my handout that I referenced to earlier. Okay. It, it just makes a few technical corrections right. on a few pages. The first one happens to be page seven that we're on. Right. And it makes two substantive change proposals. One's very modest by removing the word consensus on one page, and one's a little less modest by building out a paragraph under the city council, excuse me, the city manager recommendation. But everything else is a is a typo like that. Okay, you want to go over those, sure. Alan, with us, please? Um, the first, uh, the, 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 the suggested change on page 7 uh, removes the word unanimous as it relates to the vote on the second resolution. Uh, then in the, uh, turning to page 14, which gets to the recommendations, um, Uh, in the paragraph number two, uh, switching the order of the period and the, uh, what do we call it, the quotation mark on the, after the word losers and adding the word the after of on the fourth line of the paragraph number two. On page 15, um, Let's go back to 14 again. I didn't follow all okay. that. So you're on item two, representative and inclusive. Yeah. Yes, representative inclusive. The I just okay. want to change the order of the, the 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 quotation mark in the period and okay. add the word the at the end of the fourth line. Okay, thank you. 
Sure. I'm taking way too many words to explain this. I apologize for that. Um, on the page 15 under the paragraph numbered 6, in the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th line, remove the word the words a consensus and insert the words work to before develop and agreement after develop. So the sentence would read, in fact, effective leadership requires a mayor to work to develop agreement to support a particular decision. Okay. Um, of this uh, version, the page 16 only proposing adding the, the expanded paragraph, which is on the next page. And then on the last page of this, um, in the third paragraph, in the third line, remove the S from inputs. And make a couple technical changes in the last paragraph, removing the word to and removing the words a clearer and inserting clarity to the. So the sentence reads, formalizing the mayor's role in the development of an annual statement and explanation of policy priorities will add consistency and clarity to the articulation of the mayor's priorities. And then lastly, toward the end of that line, insert the word the before mayors. Okay. Anybody have any problem with that, beefing up the non-interference provision? Okay. Now, I'm assuming that in these recommendations, Patty, that now that we've taken a final recommendation, there will be final recommendations. That's correct. And um, I guess one of the questions is, would you want to show the tentative vote or just the final vote or the vote? in the body of the report. I, I would think the final vote is. Okay. Uh, anybody have a problem with that? Just the final vote, the one we took tonight okay. on these items. Okay. Okay. Okay, before we get to minority reports, are there, is there any other issues with the report itself so far? May I ask on the um, Inspector General on page 21, we reserved some uh, space for that topic, and at this point, we don't have anything. Sure. I think we decided that following the council's action with respect to the auditor, 
that uh, that might take into account the role of the inspector general. Uh, I've, I recall commenting that uh, I usually favor an inspector general. I worked on both of those acts at the national level and pushed them aggressively. But nonetheless, after our auditor resigned to move to Santa Monica, the council decided to have the auditor reporting to the city council. And then we had considerable discussion at the council to combine the uh, independent budget analyst in with that office. But that sure looks very much like roles of an inspector general. And I'm not sure we reached a decision that night, but I do remember we talked about it and decided we would wait and think about it. Well, we can take some of the um, background information from the staff report and just place it here and say that the council is considering it. And so the committee opted not to um, weigh in on this topic, something like that. Well, if we could have some language in there saying that uh, at this point we have, we have dis uh, deferred making a decision on that based on the current situation with the city council or something like that. Okay. Because, because we haven't discussed it any further. So we've just deferred. So just one, a couple of sentences? Yeah. All right. Right. Anybody else? Chris? Yes, Mr. Chair. Um, <clears throat> I had a couple of uh, questions about some statements made in the majority report. Um, on page 15, um, bullet number 8, talks about the experience of other cities. And there's a statement in here that says um, that there's no one-size-fits-all uh, and that every community must choose a model that serves its own needs, which I agree with. Uh, then it says the data supports this conclusion. Uh, and it says while many large cities employ a divided executive mayor system, many other cities larger than Sacramento retain a unified system, and some have even returned to a unified system after exper experimenting with a divided structure. Um, this, uh, th those last two sentences come contradict a bit with my minority report. Um, I, I present some, some data that I got from the city attorney um, concerning um, the largest cities in California and the governance model they use. Um, I got some other data from the city attorney's office concerning um, the largest cities in the nation and the form of governance they use. Um, and so I, don't, I haven't seen any data that supports the conclusion, a different conclusion. Um, so I, I would suggest that the majority report strike the sentence, the data supports this conclusion. What page are you on? Uh, this is page 15, bullet number 8. Oh, right. Uh, Mr. LaFasso. It says that several cities which were larger, larger than Sacramento experimented and went back, and one was El Paso. And we discussed another one in a community meeting just the other night, and I believe it was Dallas. So um, the statement is accurate. Uh, well, I was getting there, but the, the, the first sentence, the data supports this conclusion, is referring to the fact that there's no one-size-fits-all um, form of governance, I assume. And I, I'm just looking for some kind of 
citation or because I I would agree there's no one size fits all, but I don't think there's any data per se to support that. The data indicates that there are cities smaller than Sacramento that have executive mayor systems and cities larger than Sacramento that have executive mayor systems. Excuse me, cities larger than Sacramento that have council manager systems. The data shows that. Cecily? We use the mayoral authority chart to come to that conclusion, along with with some other ones that were discussed at some of the town hall meetings, but that this is the data that we use to support this. Mr. Taylor. Uh, I have nothing. I think Cecily just Mr. Newland. Uh, I would suggest possibly in saying the data support, you might want to say um, examples support the conclusion, but it's not really a, a major quantification, and Chris is correct on that. Well, where it says, I'll read the sentence before, because this is where Chris properly started. It says, the clear indication was that no one size fits all, and the community must choose that model which serves its needs. And I think Chris is suggesting just eliminating the next uh, phrase, or I guess it is a sentence, the data support this conclusion. And we could just eliminate that sentence and then go ahead and add the others. Or, if you want to retain it, at least modify it, say, examples support this conclusion. So it wouldn't be quantitative so much as it is as, uh, just examples. Several examples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they also suggest that um, I was only aware of the one city that we talked about that changed back to a council manager system. I guess that was El Paso. I'm not aware of any others. Um, But if there are more than one, uh, perhaps noting them in here. Sir Paul. The the one I'm familiar with is uh, El Paso. Was there another one? I can secure some of that for you, but El Paso is the big one. At the meeting the other night uh, at Sierra 2, the woman who was raising Dallas was incorrect in her analysis. Dallas has been a council manager city. And then when Laura Miller was elected as mayor, uh, representing a vigorous uh, faction in Texas politics, Uh, She moved toward a strong mayor initiative, and uh, it was defeated. Uh, It wasn't an initiative. It was a ballot, so she placed it on the ballot, and it was overwhelmingly defeated, so they retained council manager. But there are a few other cities I could find that have switched. Uh, But uh, El Paso six years ago was the big example of making the movement away from a long-time strong mayor to a council manager. Well, what we're saying here is several examples support this conclusion. If there are more than one, we probably ought to note those, if you have them, Chet. And I was only aware of the one, El Paso, from our discussion as a committee. Okay, anything else? Cecily? Yes, I'm sure I also have another one as well. Okay. Cecily can go first. Cecily? 
No, I'm done. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Chair, uh, I guess I'm going to start with a question uh, for the city attorney. Um, under the current city charter um, for the removal of the city manager, it takes a two-thirds vote of the council. And can any member make that motion to remove the city manager? Yeah, it could be. It could be any of the nine who could initiate that or participate in that, yes. It's not two-thirds, it's six, which is two-thirds, but it's a specific <laughs> number of six, yes. Okay. Um, on page 16 of the report, um, in the third paragraph, second sentence, page 16, third paragraph, second sentence, says the mayor gains the right to initiate termination which is not true, because I, I, he already has that right, as does any other council member. Any, under the current charter, any council member can initiate termination of the city manager. Where are you so I can find it? Okay, thank you. Doesn't this need a word before gains, which would be like soul? Needs an adjective there? No, because I guess the point's well taken because the, I mean, your point, John, because, uh, I mean, okay, if the mayor can currently initiate, we're saying that we're limiting the circumstances where someone other than the mayor can do that. So we are making a change. Um, so what's the word that belongs there? Chris has raised a, a, a point. The mayor could do it right now, as could any of eight other people. So under what we're proposing. Maybe the, the mayor continues to have the right. Well, there's, there's something different here. In the, yeah. in the certified initiative, he would take the action to terminate, and it would be affirmed or not affirmed by the council, wherein right now he would have to get a motion um, in a second and, and get six votes. And he wouldn't, he wouldn't do it unless he had the votes. So. Uh, Chet. I turned it off. Sorry about that. Okay. Chair Edgar? Yes. Would the word independently work? Or independent? Why don't we stand instead of Gaines has the right? That, that removes the question of it being new. If it just says, has the right to, I think it's different. that's yeah, an I accurate think statement, is it I not? think it's different, John. Uh, and the reason I say that is that is that the initiative says that the city manager serves at the pleasure. Yeah, he gains the right to remove the mayor, period. You're saying that's correct mayor. as it is? Yeah. So could you say gains the, the, the initiative right? Says the, city, the initiative says the city manager shall serve at the pleasure of the mayor, period. 
So it's different than what it is now, and I don't know how you articulate that. But this is our recommendation as to what it would be, correct? I mean, this is not what the initiative is saying. This is what we're saying. And Chris's point, as I understand it, is. Oh, I see. Okay? I see. And he already has that right, and therefore he's not gaining that right, or she's not gaining that right, because they already have it. So what I'm suggesting is the mayor has the right, just change the verb. Because the critical point in the paragraph is the balance that it's talking about in the prior sentence. Does that work? Yes. I'd suggest it continues to have. Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris. Because it is no different. Maybe the city attorney has a suggestion. Continues to have would work, too. Yes, Ms. Thomas. If I could meet Chris's concern, I would just strike that whole sentence. And then the next sentence would say a mayor can initiate, get rid of the also. But maybe that solves Mr. Tapio's problem. No, I don't think that it retains the balance notion, which is the critical component of the paragraph. Why don't we put in Chris what was your continues to have? I think taking that out, Matt, takes away from the overall point of the paragraph. Well, I agree. I think the committee is suggesting that you're doing something when you're not. Because the mayor. Continues to have resolves the problem you've raised, does it not? It makes it a little more stronger than the has I put out, but continues to have. Does that work? I think that's an accurate. Well, I guess, Chris, the point from you would be accuracy. The point from the rest of us is because you've not signed on to this would be that we find having it continues to be, continues to have to be satisfactory. Yeah. Let's move on. Alan? I guess I'm not comfortable yet, so I'm going to think about scrolling in a clause that acknowledges we're limiting the rights of the city council in this regard, and I'll return to it when I've written it. Dr. Newland. Okay. So are we, how are we changing it? Continues to have. Okay. Any others? Okay. Let's go to minority reports. We have four minority reports, and we have them in this report listed in categorical areas. One is the appointment and removal of the city manager, and this was Newland and Fuller. We have one on term limits. Does everybody have a copy of that? It was on your desk today. And, Cecily, you're the only one that signed on for that. Is there anything you want? Is there anything you want to? Kick me while I'm down. No, no. No, just is there anything you want to point out for this, for the members? I think the document stands by itself. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Then in, okay, so removal of department directors and exempt appointments. We had Hastings, 
Thomas and Wisham. Did I, did I hear, Cecily, you changed your mind? Here? Yes, I'd okay. like to be removed from so that. So this is Thomas and Wisham on this. You're on this one too? Okay. Now, how are we going to do this? Uh, Chris has his report with all of these um, issues listed. Um, should they be separately? Uh, Patty, how are you going to do this? Are you going to take his portion and, and just insert it in the report? That's that kind of another minority report on the same subject. Okay. We would we would put we would intend to put them in consecutive order, just as the majority reports are written. And so the minority um, chapter will have in sequential order all of the minority reports, and therefore we would separate the various issues that Mr. Tapio has identified and put them in the order of um, sequence that would be appropriate. Okay. Are you okay with that? We'll just, we'll just kind of have a series on one or two topic areas. We'll have us maybe one or two minority reports. Yeah. Okay. And, and, of course, in the body of the report, in the majority area, we will indicate if there is a minority report. The draft that you received tonight does not, in every case, uh, identify where a minority report is, has been prepared, and of course we will update that to reflect the minority, minority reports that have been submitted. Okay. Dr. Newland. See, on the minority report uh, by Joanne and me, it should have Fuller and then Newland, so it's in alphabetical order. <laughs> and then on page 22, there's the first page of that. Uh, since it's Halloween, I should leave wrecked the way it's spelled in the next to the last paragraph. If you look at the next to the last sentence of the next to the last paragraph on page 22, where it says W-R-E-A-K-E-D. But I uh, did recommend in an earlier version that it really ought to be W-R-E-C. That's uh, there, W-E. So be wrecked rather than wrecked. I don't know, for Halloween, W-R-E-A-K might make good sense, but we better not leave it that way. That would be a little too mean. So I'm sure I corrected them. Uh, the staff has already made that correction. Okay. Um, okay, uh, Ms. Hastings. I was under, uh, maybe I'm missing it here, but I was under the impression that there was going to be a majority uh, report item about Recommending no term limits. Am, I, am I missing it? Maybe I didn't get that page. Is there something beyond 16? Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Page 19. Okay, I didn't get 19. It's not in my copy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Find it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Mr. Tapio. 
I just wanted to be clear on the timeline for um, making amendments. Uh, if I wanted to make a, a change or two to my uh, minority report, we have until close of business Wednesday to do those? That's correct. Okay. So we can incorporate it into the report. And yeah. just uh, email those out to the committee and staff? That's yeah, way. that should work. Thank you. Okay, anything else on the um, minority reports? Uh, Alan? Um, against the advice of a wiser individual, I'm going to return to that item under the city manager. And the only reason I'm persisting is because... Uh, this is under Newland and Fuller? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm going back to the issue about the... Oh, 18? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm only per pressing the issue because Mr. Tapio discusses this in his minority report. Um, so I think the clarification I'm about to offer is relevant uh, is, as it relates to the discussion that Mr. Tapio offers. So moving from the earlier suggestion, again, this is uh, page 18, third paragraph. The second sentence, we struck gains and inserted continues to have. And I would recommend, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my, my pages didn't come out very well in my copy. In the 16. 16, I apologize, everybody. Third paragraph, struck the word gains, inserted the word continues to have. I recommend the following. Strike a few extra words, allowing that to occur only. After with, insert A. And then after the word approval, insert a new clause, while the city council's ability to initiate removal would be limited. So the entire sentence would read, the mayor continues the right to initiate termination with a majority city council approval. Actually, I'm sorry, it should be with majority city council approval. While the city council's ability to initiate removal would be limited. Uh, the mayor continues to have the right to initiate termination with majority city council approval while the city council's ability to initiate removal would be limited. Fine with me. I don't care. Is this light? <laughs> I agree. Okay. Okay, did, did the staff get that? Mm -hmm. Okay, there we go. Okay, anything else? Um, now, on the conclusion, yes, oh, Cecily? Um, I'm not sure exactly where I should insert this, but I don't want to conclude our meeting tonight without saying it. I am going to be out of town next week and unable to vote on the final version of this, but I would like to indicate my agreement to everything, all the changes that we made this evening. Okay. Would you want to call in? Absolutely. No, I mean, you're going to be out of town. Yeah. Could you call in? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, be aware that if 
<laughs> Ms. Hastings wants to call in that she's going to be subject to the Brown Act, which means she has to be at an accessible location. The public has to be able to come in for free wherever she is. So there are some very log problematic logistics with having that accomplished. While I would be happy for her to participate, it would be something she would need to work out with uh, uh, the city clerk and myself and the others to make sure it's accomplished in a legal way. Will do. Okay. That's up to you. Okay. Uh, on the conclusion section, um, how, how would we want to do that? You can opt to eliminate this since you have an executive summary and a cover letter that goes into detail, and this may be somewhat redundant. That's what I was going to suggest. Does anybody? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're going to eliminate the conclusion. Okay. Then um, acknowledgments, I'm assuming you can do that, Mark. Okay. Take care of that. Are there any changes anybody wants to make on the bibliographies? Can I suggest that if you have a change to your bibliography, you can send it to us by close of business Wednesday? And okay. we'll include it in the final report. Okay. Okay. Okay, I had a couple of emails um, on the non-interference section, which I think we dealt with uh, to the satisfaction of the committee. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All right. I think we're through the report. What I'd like to do is have a motion by the committee uh, to approve the report such as it is with the changes that we've talked about tonight so that the um, and direct the staff to put it in final form for our final uh, approval next week. Could I have a motion to that effect? I so moved. moved by Mr. Taylor, seconded by Ms. Thomas. Do I have a roll call vote, please? Sorry. Fuller? Yes. Hastings? Yes. Johnson's absent? LaFasso? Yes. Murphy? Yes. Newland? Yes. Tapio? Yes. Taylor? Yes. Thomas? Yes. Wisham? Yes. Chair Edgar? Yes. Unanimous. Thank you, members. All right. Um, any public comments, Shirley? We have none. Okay. Committee ideas and questions and announcements. Okay, motion to adjourn. Moved and second to adjourn. All in favor? Aye. Noes. We're adjourned. Thank you very much.